Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. This is TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and re-restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash up. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran, the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself, we gotta do it together. A life of wealth, we living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Super 
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference recording, start it. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information. From around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Monday, May the 2nd, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. All right. It's a Monday morning start, so let's get started. Uh, <clears throat> we had a little technical difficulty this morning, along with everything else, but we are here nonetheless. Let's see what happens by the time we get off the call. All right, Ray, do we send anything out? Okay, I guess we didn't. But oh, you did hear something. I... No. Yeah, there's no updates went up. Oh, okay. No, I didn't hear you. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys. Not a whole lot of change. Yet there's change. Anyway, you know, it's Monday morning. That's what I told you. I didn't expect anything to happen, and nothing has happened. Banks are not on alert. They're not on standby, and they're not at the facilities, not the call center, not the exchange center. Why they received their information Friday, which I tell you, and well, I did tell you why, because it's EID. They thought there was a possibility since it's the time of giving that they would get it, and so did my guys in Iraq. They said it's EID is what we did, so they thought they would get it during that time. I, I didn't have the confidence that they did, and I still don't. Now I'm saying that because. I don't know how they do things between here and there. For, for some people, EID started yesterday. For some people, it starts today. And for others, it starts tomorrow. So when is EID? We know it will be over this week, though. And that's whether it's the 5th or the 7th or something. It will be over this week. And, I mean, they could be right. It just doesn't make sense to me, and I don't see how they can make it happen uh, with the situation in Iraq being what it is. Now, has the situation changed much? Not at all. Uh, But both political parties, well, I shouldn't say both. All Sadar did was say congratulations about EID. He did put that out to the people. But Maliki, the framework, members of parliament, all saying they expect something to happen after EID. Almost excited to their working deals, even though Sadar's group still saying we're not working deals. We're not meeting. 
uh, Maliki and Framework keep putting out that there are meetings taking place. Now, there are meetings taking place, but it's within his own group. Okay? And he's making it sound like everybody's. Yep, I got it. Because whenever they see the moon, yeah, somebody's texting me when EID starts and stops and why it's different for different regions, I guess. And ethics. So, all right. Um, so Maliki put out that he knows how to solve the problem, and he think he will. He solved the problem by the Sardis group joining with his group, becoming the largest group, and they rule the country. That's how you solve the problem, and still give him what he wants, which is partial control of the government. Still give him the key committee that he wants and that, and problem solved. We rule, they vote, we have a new president, and the government goes on. So uh, here's the biggest thing Sadar did announce. Because the framework keeps putting out, they want to talk, they want to talk, they want to be conclusive. Sadar did make a statement telling them once again to go ahead and form the government. You go ahead and do it, and I will be the opposition. And he said, I will gladly accept that position, just like in any sporting event. I will be the opposition. I have no problem with it. Which means, you know, Democrats and Republicans. Who has the most? Who has the less? I'm going to vote against the things I don't like. And you do what you can do. He says, I'll take that. If you can form the government, I'll take the opposition. Uh, Maliki came out against that There will be no government without the Sardis joining in because he knows it cannot happen. Uh, Sadar actually told even the independents that. And anybody who wanted to join them, if you want to go and form the government, okay, I will be the opposition basically because he's there for the people. So they talked about it. Um, Selah and Al-Kazimi did speeches over the weekend, did interviews, talking about how the government needs to be formed as soon as possible. They made statements about the fact that the budget has been completed and is waiting on a vote. Uh that within the budget, they have a $25 trillion in our excess right now. And the fact that they made $11 billion profit last month alone. Now, so they keep telling these people about all this money they have, all this money they're making, yet they're still hungry, broke, and poor. So how long are they going to put up with it after EID? Maliki thinks it's going to take until June to resolve the government, is what he said. Sometime in June. There are other members putting out that it could be what I thought by the 15th or the end or the 1st of June, if in that 15-day period of time. They think it can be resolved. That they're that close. But everybody knows the budget is there waiting for the vote. The budget has a new rate. They're making more money 
every day. Oil's at $107 today and going up, which means they're making even more. And uh, if Parliament goes in to vote, which they think they may, vote for the food services law, he says then they can vote for the budget at the same time. Or they won't need the food services law if they vote for the budget. So those are things we're waiting on. And again, I said we're not going to know until after EID. When Sadar makes his next official statement, he's going to or not. And everybody says if he says no, there will be no government, period. There has to be some kind of compromise for there to be a government or a resolution is the thing to do, dissolve the parliament, but they say we work for nobody. Now, here's the difference. You guys aren't on to it yet. Tadar is saying, I will gladly be the opposition if you form the government. Maliki is saying, if you form the government without me, I'm going to be the opposition and you're not going to like it because they uh, launched missiles this weekend because they still have militia because he said it's going to be a problem for the Iraqi people, and that's something we don't want. So even though he continues to make statements about how he's there to help the people, he's continuing to make statements about how if he's not part of the government or the framework, Shia is not the biggest organization that is going to cause chaos in the streets. But we will know after EID exactly what direction and what we can look for here. Right? And there's a bunch of questions. Well, you're supposed to ask questions. Can the CBI do it? If they put a government together, they do it quickly. CBI makes the announcement, then it's done. It stops all of the corruption, not all of it, but enough of it that Iran won't like it, Iraq won't like it. Now, this is one other thing they did say. Um, after the 15th of May, they said the whole thing will look different because there's a new American ambassador and a new Iranian ambassador and they're both going to try to exert their influence on the situation and get it resolved quickly. We don't know what that means. But he's saying they're not suggesting things. They're both demanding things. But May the 15th is that magic day. Let's see what happens. All right, Ray. Okay. Uh, Lena says, is Wells Fargo still the lead bank in the U.S.? Absolutely. They're a foundation okay. bank. Yep. Roger Dan says, if the starting rate for the dinar is estimated to be about $12 and climbing because of the oil situation, as you believe, Will the hedge funds and others who jump in afterwards still drive up that figure even further? Okay. I never said the starting rate was going to be $12. I don't know that. We knew we had 381 481 and uh, 
My guy said it could be two or three times that. I don't know that. The bank has never told me that as a starting rate. As a matter of fact, $12, $15 was supposed to be a max rate. I don't think it will ever go over $16 because even when Shabibi was back here, he said their company couldn't, their country could handle $16. So for me, first if we're coming out at 6 or $7 would be a good thing going up to 12 15 not coming out at 12 because they have to have room for it to do that. What we know is at the end, it has to end up 50 cents above the Kuwait weight rate. So if it started at 12, the hedge funds, everybody else came here, it ran up to 20 $30, which isn't going to happen. I don't think, I don't see how it can and end up back down at $4, $5 without the country going broke, without everybody who invested in it, without all the hedge funds going broke, which isn't going to happen. So I, I don't see that part. No. Go ahead, what's next? Right, Sunstar Star says, are the dinar rates still the same on the ATM cards? Can you share what that rate is? The last rate they had was 471. And he hasn't given me any change. But I'm going to ask that question right now. I don't know what's going on. But he is the one who thought that uh, we should see it doing EID. I don't know. All right, what's next? Live callers. Why you didn't do it this time? Uh, Did I hang up on her last time? (laughs) I don't know. Something (laughs) happened to her. Her husband came in the room, so she hung up real quick.
a bombing on one of the oil areas over, was it over in Iraq, one of their largest or most popular areas of where they're, they hold their oil? Was it in Iraq? Yeah. Did you see that article? Yep, it was in Iraq. hmm So how does that affect anything with, you know, because, you know, they're, like you say, their surplus is, is is very good right now. So did it disrupt anything, and will that cause any issues with the price of oil for them? It's not going to cause any issues with the price of oil. It's just uh, sending messages. These are the things you can expect. And it's Iran. Iran saying it's not them, but the U.S. is saying it's coming for the Iranian area. Mm. Or people who represent them. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. get some near the base again, too. But if you're talking about oh. the oil areas and the refineries, the big news is that ExxonMobil pulled out again of the last big one and said they're pulling out of the country. So really? wow. that's not what they wanted because Shell already pulled out. Now, ExxonMobil, and they had the three largest refineries over there, and this is their third one, and they're pulling out all completely. So it's not going the way Iraq wants to go because they're taking too long. Right. So I was going to say, are they pulling out because of the government not formed? Things are just not ready to go over there? That's their whole reasoning? Reasons they've invested a lot of money and time. It doesn't seem like anything's happening. Like ninety nine point nine percent of you feel the same way. There's nothing happening yeah. here. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, Iran has an influence, but here's the thing: uh, Iraq wants the U.S. to be in. They're saying they want the U.S. to be in, but when they pull out China, then they're trying to buy it. So I'm saying, mm-hmm. are, are we doing the best thing? Even though we'll still get a percentage of it, we're giving away even mm-hmm. more and more. Chinese influence. So it'll work so, out for them. So that doesn't bother them that parts of the U.S. is pulling out, especially the big players like Exxon and Shell, Iraq, I'm saying. It doesn't bother them. Is that any kind of way to kind of help make them speed up the process? It bothers them because they want them to be a part of it. Well, I'm going to say Sadar does, al Kazimi does. They're like, those who are for the people know they need the U.S. in order to achieve their goals. The framework, they don't care. That's just what they want. They want all American influence out. So they're getting their part and making it difficult for everybody else. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think okay. it's not so, numbers in here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, so did you see anything where the IMF told the CBI and Kazemi it was time to raise the exchange rate? Nope. Did you? Oh, you did? No, well, I mean, I saw something floating around in, in Denarland, and they said an article was supposed to be coming out um, confirming that, uh, but I haven't seen an article on it yet. So I was just wondering if you knew about that or if any of your Iraqi contacts had mentioned it to you? Nothing that the IMF told them to change the exchange rate. They're working mm-hmm. with IMF 
World Bank. I tell you guys, they had meetings over in D.C. two weeks ago on Friday. Last week, they met in Baghdad, going through the program and telling them and offering them help with the technical parts mm-hmm. of the white paper and their um, financial system. Nothing saying you need to change your rates right now. Now, I will tell you this, though. Al Kazimi said we're going to drop the three zeros, and he said it's been put on hold right now or suspended for right now. This is what he said today, mm. which we is going to be until they come up with the government or until the budget is completed. It is, in fact, suspended. So I said, he's not saying anything new. Except we tell people we always planned on dropping the three zeros, guys. It's just suspended right now. And they mm-hmm. put down everything they needed to do it, which was okay. to have a system to make sure the markets change their rates without cheating people, which was to have right. the numbers in so that the people would understand the change, which would have everybody being able to move at the same time within the banking system when they do change the rate. Those are the three things they said we need to do. Well, those are three things we've been hearing about for years that are being planned, worked out, and mastered. So that's nothing new to us. And, again, they're just going back over things that were already done. But the biggest thing that is, guys, this has been planned for years, not something we just came up with yesterday. It's been planned, worked through, and thought out for years. Mm-hmm. Just waiting to make it happen. Okay. So, so the middle of March. I'm sorry, May. It's what you're thinking as, as far as the date that the government should be finalized and and voted on and all that. Is that what the middle of no. May? No. Okay. What no. was it about the, the middle of May? Of May is when I think we should have a clear direction of what's going on. After EID, that either they're going to do it or they're not. Either they're coming to an agreement or they're not. That don't mean it's going to happen on that day. But by that day, that's a week, a little bit over 10 days after EID, they've had enough time to me to say they're going to do something one way or another. That's me. Now, Malik, you think it's going to take all the way to June for them to have those type discussions, which I don't know why they are where they are, but I think from, yeah, May, starting May the 15th, we'll have a clearer vision, and they could go between the 15th and the 1st. So I do agree with some parliament members that the government could be formed or agreement can be made, and in CBI's best interest, I would hope, they do the budget, mm-hmm. do that immediately afterwards. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, those were my questions. Uh, hopefully we'll see something this month. I guess we do our same old, same old and wait. <laughs> we can do. So. All, All right. right. Well, thank you for your answer. Down to it, thank uh, you. I think okay. we're still coming down to it. We're getting down to the end. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Thank you. You guys. Bye. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Great day. Okay. Three six zero. Eric, Walt, you're on. Well, morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. 
I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm curious with the militia starting to show activity. Has any response come out from the government on that or no? Or they're just kind of hoping that it goes away. Uh, they said they are investigating. Investigating is actually um, the, the launch area is between two government stations. So they are investigating it. And the U.S. said they need to get that area under control, even though they know it's Iranian-based people who are doing it. Right. Do you think that they'll react that way? I mean, the way we're asking them to? Because if they don't... Oh, I, I think they're afraid they're investigating We're not going to let the RV go, are we? I think everybody already knows who it is. And they talk to them, and they know why they're doing it, try to intimidate them. And I don't think anything's going to happen until the government is formed, one way or the other. They're not going to go get anybody. They're not going to send tanks in there to bomb clean and start something before the government is formed. So I don't think anything's going to happen, but everybody's going to keep talking. Right. Boy, it just seems like there's a... There's a huge economic opportunity for uh, Iraq with Russia doing tango uniform on their oil and gas. That the idea, the uh, an opportunity for them, I, I just that would be bewildering to me to see that they would pass up that kind of opportunity. But hey, but in order for it to be an opportunity for Iraq. They would have to break the OPEC agreement and produce more than they agreed on. That's what the U.S. tried to get them to do last month. They said, no, we have an agreement. It's our little group, and this is what we agreed to put out, even though the U.S. wanted them to put out more. So now they just went and did that on their own. What does that do with OPEC? They can't. Now, if everybody starts producing more because of what Russia is doing, it's a great opportunity. And it may happen before the end of the year. We don't know. I mean, you know, the EU is talking about cutting them off and cutting off gas by the end of the year. Everybody else, and who knows what they're going to do in response to it. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll see. But I think they've got to put their thumb on the on the uh, militias before anything's going to get done. And, I, I, Tony, I've always felt this, and the stealing goes on as long as the RV hasn't happened. Is that a fair? Yeah, but listen, they can't do anything to the militia. Like, they can't do anything to Maliki until after it's resolved either way. Because sure. doing anything to them before causes a reaction that nobody wants. Afterwards, who cares? It is what it is, and we're going to take it. But before then, it changes everything because it still makes it go even that much further. If they wait till after right. the government and Cigar wins, and they're forming a new government with new laws and everything else, and the militia acts up, and they go in and get them, 
They can get him because they're trying to kick Iran out anyway. But they've already made that decision. U.S., other countries internationally are going to back them now because it's a new government, and they've already RV. That's why I say hopefully they make a decision do the RV real quick. If they do it prior to, they say, all right, we're getting all the militia out. They activate the military. Now we got chaos in Iraq. Iran's going to try and double down as far as the militia is concerned, launching more missiles, start having car bombs against everything else, which is none of that we would see, because then the RV definitely is not going to happen. Well, I, I hope that patience is the virtue in this particular case because it uh, seems like if you got rats, you got to get rid of the rats, and wishing them away doesn't seem to do it. Tony, thank you very much. Ray, thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep on listening and uh, keep on contributing, as they say. Thank okay, thank, thank you, sir. sir. Thank you, guys. Take care. All right. Two. Two, zero, six, area Greetings, Ray. Greetings, Tony. Uh, Tony, I, I'm curious about the 15th. You said something, and I didn't quite understand it, that on the 15th, there was going to be some U.S., if I understood correctly, ambassadors or something who would be re-engaging with the Iraqi situation. Did I get any part of that right? What were you talking about? Yes, they said on the 15th, middle of May, there will be a new UN ambassador and a new Iranian ambassador who will try and influence the situation. Ah. I would take that to mean that the U.N. would likely side with Iran and would likely not be on Iraq's side. Would that be a fair guess in your mind? Wait, did I say U.N. or U.S.? You said U.N. Well, I meant U.S. U.S. and Iranian. Okay, that's what I thought you said. Okay, and at this point, are you still seeing the Biden administration as being pro-Iraq, getting their act together and getting it done? Well, they have come out and said that all the time. They're pro-Iraq. They're pro-Kurdistan. Well, I should have said Kurdistan and Iraq, because <laughs> uh, they're more Kurdistan than anything, but they are for the whole country. They want it resolved. And right now, by a happenstance or quickly whatever, Sadar is doing everything the U.S. wants now. Sadar is telling you, I'm doing what's right for the Iraqi people. Regardless what the U.S. wants, regardless what Iran wants, it just so happens it's what the U.S. wants. Yeah, yeah. And are we still correct that Sadar's... 40 days are up on the 12th of May. Somewhere in there. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it started okay. on the 2nd of March, right? Or or the 28th of, of, I mean, the 30th of March for 40 days. So wherever that ends okay. up. Okay. 
Okay. And then, you know, did something change? Because it sounded like maybe something changed when you were saying that a Sadar would accept the minority position. Why in the world would he say that when he already has the majority position? He just needs to prevail through the 40 days, right? So what's this accepting the minority position about? Okay, good. Because they're both playing a a shame game along with a lot of misinformation game. If the framework is coming out saying we can do this, we're the largest group, everything else, and we can form the government, but then they come and say we can't do it without Saddam, then you can't form the government. When they say we got a plan, we've been submitting things that will resolve this, could be resolved day one after EID, which includes Sadar letting them rule or being the major part of the government instead of him having a majority. But he comes out and tells the people the same thing. Hey, they can do everything they say they can do. I'll take the lower position. I'm not too big. Why don't they do that? Tell me if I can do everything I say I can do, that they'll take the lower position. Because the framework has been putting out statements since he went quiet. All the makes them look like they're doing everything for the people. They're trying to solve everything. And they're good graces when we, in fact, know they're doing everything Iran wants them to do. And it's all about power and position. And Sadar is just the opposite. But why not? Show the people, hey, I'll do it. If he wins, he said, I will accept it without a fight, is what he said. Without a fight. Maliki is saying, if he loses, it's going to be panic and chaos in the streets. Because it's going to be a fight. Okay, so then Sadar isn't really giving up. He's just mocking Maliki. That's all he's doing. He don't have to give up because he's in control. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Tony, thanks for everything. Ray, thanks for everything. You fellas have an awesome weekend. We'll see you on Wednesday. Already. All right. Thank you, sir. One zero. Erico, you on? Who is it? Hey, good afternoon, Ray. Hey, good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man. How you doing? Doing super fantastic. Oh, gentlemen, it is another dynamite day here in the USA. And we're going to do the long version here. So, ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air, you can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. 
Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. Please remember, ladies and gentlemen, also, it is a new month, a new day, and that means there is a new bill that needs to be paid. For those of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNT superfantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on those click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit card information. In that area where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number in that same area. This way it helps Ray to track those payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNT superfantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name, and your credit or debit card information. In that block where you type in your name, after you have typed in your name, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. That way it makes it easier for A to track those payments as they come in. Remember, to do it today, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be very, very glad that you did. And at the bottom of the page, after you have typed in your credit or debit card information, there is that blue payment key. Hit that blue pay key and wait on that page for a few seconds. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, Thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way, you know your payments have gone through successfully. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principle, KYW, know your worth, and Vegas, 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 and Raleigh, 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 so I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. And I'd like to remind everyone I am not getting paid to ask for these payments to be sent in. 
Neither Tony nor Ray has ever asked me to ask for these payments. I ask for these payments to keep this information superstation on the air of my own volition and my own free will. So again, Ray and Tony, thank you for all that you do for us and make it a dynamite for the rest of the day. Listen, let me tell you, uh, I know we never asked you to do this, and I never even met you before. I'm trying to wonder even what you look like. I think Ray Murdison, but anyway, I want you to know, even with all that, you are very much appreciated. We appreciate the fact that you come on and do this, and I'm going to buy you a barbecue sandwich when we get to North Carolina, just so you know. All right. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, Tony. Okay, I'll take you up on that. <laughs> uh, thank you, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. All right. You're very welcome. Three, two, three, area code. You are on. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Yes, good morning. How are you, Jim, and doing? Super fantastic. Okay. I'm doing super I'm doing super fantastic also. And I just want to thank you so much for all the hard work you do. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay, this this is what um uh, that piqued my interest. Do you know what country uh, Iraq buys wheat from? Iraq buys wheat from Russia? I don't know. Yes, sir. Oh, wheat. So, yeah. So if Iraq is purchasing wheat from Russia and Russia has requested that they pay in rubles. Do you think Iraq is going to stop paying in rubles? Because I haven't heard anything about they agree with the sanctions. Okay. So um, Iraq is not paying in rubles, but they have made a decision. They're trying to work out a workaround just like they did with Iran, because you're getting it, or they're going to try to get more from other countries. But, yes, the war in Ukraine is affecting everybody in the region. Actually, it's affecting people globally because everybody's involved in it one way or another. But um, there are some countries already who worked around it by paying them through, I think, Swiss bank accounts. So I can't remember exactly how they did it. But um, we'll see what happens. Okay. Now, isn't Russia a part of the BRICS? Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. I don't think Russia's part of anything. No. Russia is part of the BRICS. Brazil, yes, they are. 
So Russia does business with the BRICS. Okay, that's all. That's the most. Some of the countries are the most populated in the world. And I just seen an article that an African country has adopted Bitcoin, and so has El Salvador adopted Bitcoin. Israel has started using the yuan, and Saudi Arabia has announced they're going to be accepting the yuan. So if Russia is part of the BRICS and Russia is doing business and operating outside of the central bank, Russia is now doing business outside of the central bank because the ruble has gone up to the U.S. dollar 83 to 1. Okay? Okay. Their economy, that the ruble is moving up in value. And they have announced, just like the gentleman said, I think it was on uh, either Wednesday or Friday, Russia has announced that they are gold back. They have announced this. This is happening now. Countries are moving away from the globalist central bank. Okay, but what does it have to do with this call? Iraq is one of those countries that is doing business with a country that is gold-backed. We have, we are transitioning now. We are transitioning. These countries are transitioning right in front of our faces. Please be encouraged, everyone. It's happening. This is a Q&A line, a Q&A about the foreign currency. God bless you. Thank you so All right. much Thank you. for everything that you do. Take care. Bye-bye. Mm, let me see. Who is next? 954 Erica, you're on. Erica, you're on. Nine five four six five one. Ready? Let's see. That was every hand that was up, Tony. Okay. All right. So let me understand this real quick, though. Let me go through this. Cause what she is trying to say about the brick nation and, and gold, people are concerned about the ruble. Uh, uh, Russia doing business with these countries, is it going to affect the RV or not? Are they going to pay? Are they going to have sanctions with the U.S. because they're not supposed to do business with the, uh, with Russia? Since everybody else. Iraq didn't agree with that. Iraq said they weren't going to say one way or the other until yesterday when they did. They said they still look at it as war crimes. But they're doing business to Russia because they have to survive. 
Germany has said the same thing, except today they're announcing that they're going to stop accepting Russian oil. They said by the end of the year, uh, I mean gas, and it may be sooner because they're not letting Russia blackmail them. What does it mean for our global economy and what we have to look at? Because a lot of countries are gold-backed, okay? We are gold-backed. What difference does it make in the uh, RV or the rate that we're going to get? A lot of sites, people predict that the U.S. dollar is going to go away. Well, I've been telling you for 10 years that China was trying to become a reserve currency. And the last three years ago, I think it was actually approved. It was supposed to go into effect this year. It could become a reserve currency. Why? They're trying to replace the U.S. dollar. Everybody already knows that. So what happened with Russia? When Russia came, we started putting the sanctions on them and the money. They realized, a lot of other countries realized, hey, the U.S., puts a stranglehold on anybody and everybody they want with their money. So we have to figure out how to stop relying on the U.S. dollar, which they did a couple years ago when they came up with, remember, the five mini IMFs. So within a, a group of countries, they said they would use their own currencies within their group not globally, but only in doing business within their group. That is what Russia is trying to do right now. People they do business with, they're saying you got to do business in rubles. People are telling them we can't do that right now because you're on the sanction list. If they did it before the war or something like that, they were going to sell it where we're not sanctioned, that was their agreement, it would have been fine. But they're doing it now. Because they see the stranglehold the U.S. put on them in the economy. Now, the thing, Russia, if you look at it, the ruble is almost back to where it was before the war. So we can say, okay, they made it through. Exactly what we were trying to do. And we always said, that don't mean nothing to them. It don't mean nothing to North Korea. don't mean nothing to China. I mean, their countries are still operating, and the U.S. won't take their money but we think it does. So now we've come back and said, okay, even if their currency comes back, now we're going to have all the information, uh, the international countries, sorry, cut them off, period. We're not going to do business in rubles because we're not going to do business. We don't want to buy your oil anymore. We don't want to buy your gas anymore. We don't want to buy your imports of anything anymore. And that way, regardless what the ruble does, but if nobody's buying, it's going to crash again anyway, and they have no way to bring it back. It's just a chess move. That's all it is. doesn't mean anything to us. China is the only one trying to replace the U.S. globally right now that even is close, and they're not close because they're really just getting ready to start it, get started with these deals Iraq is really their first jumping off point because if they get their agreement with Iraq, yeah, we want to be your number one exporter of oil to 
our country, direct. We don't have to go out and buy it anymore. We want to pay you in one. Second strongest currency. Well, it's not the second, because I gave you the 10 list of the strongest currencies. They weren't in there. But as global, while the five more reserved currencies, it can be used and has influence. Again, doesn't mean one thing to me to you. We're not going over there. We're not exchanging the currencies. We're going to RBI our money. And we're going to spend dollars in the United States. If you're smart, it's what I suggest you do with it. So it doesn't mean one thing to us. And during the exchange or the global currency reset, those rates will not be there. So that is things that are occurring down the road. If you're looking at going to another country, investing, is something you look at at that point. All right, Ray, no more questions? Because I still got answers. No. no? Let me double check. All right, guys. Well, I guess that'll be it for today. Appreciate it. Things are still looking incredibly great on time, on target. I mean, the dates are coming out right where we say. We're getting closer to them. Today is the second. EID is over by the end of the week. The guard will start talking to us. We'll know what to look for closer to the 15th. And sometime during this month, it is possible we could see a change. It is definitely possible. But we'll see what happens after the 15th. All right. With that, I'm going to say... Oh, uh, wait, I did just get an answer from uh, my Iraqi guy. He said his rate on this card is still the same as it was in January. It has not changed, so it's still 471. But with that, I'm going to say do what I'm going to do and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Be super fantastic while you're doing it and share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. Hey, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for this marvelous Sir Monday. We'll be back on Hump Day Wednesday. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
God's already pre-approved you for it. Come on, Bacardi. I believe that my God is a healer. Yes, he is. And I believe that I will survive. Oh, I, I believe that God. tells us that if any two of us shall agree on anything on earth, that God will do it for us in heaven. And I know sometimes life has a way of knocking you down to the point where you can't even pray for yourself. But today, I want to agree with you that it's getting ready to get better. And right now, we are giving your problem an expiration date. And we're saying it's over. That you've been crying long enough. That you've been worried long enough. That you've been struggling long enough. And I believe that God's going to do it for you. I believe
To stop conference recording, press this session is no longer being recorded. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your marvelous Monday. We are out of here. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.